0: podcast. What is your purpose in life? Are you fulfilling your calling? You are going to want to listen to this episode. Last week, Jim instructed us on how to be invisible. This week, he helps us to take a look at what we are doing and why we are doing it. So, here is our host, Jim Poitras. Greetings, listening friends, to the Poitras Ponderings podcast, where we pause, we ponder, and we project. In our last podcast episode, we were talking about the ministry of the invisible, and I wanted to continue on to the second part in that particular series on the ministry of the invisible, and today talking about calling, passion, and position. When you look at the spiritual disciplines that we partake of, prayer, fasting, and giving, the scripture is very secure in its statements concerning those things that when we pray in public, fast in public, give in public, then we do reap a reward for those things and doing it in that way. We reap the praises of people but no eternal value. But when we look at things in a more spiritual context and we do those things in private, then the Lord will go ahead and reward us for those things that we have done invisibly, those things that we have done in our prayer closet, those things that we've done in secret. John Stott said this, deeply ingrained in our fallen nature is this thirst for the praises of men. So let's face it, many of us, maybe all of us, enjoy the praises of men, so John is correct in his statement. We like to be noticed. We like to be appreciated. We like to be complimented for the great things that we do. All of those things are just part of our human nature, which is really our fallen nature. However, our spiritual nature doesn't give glory to men but gives all glory to God. In a great book called H3 Leadership, Be Humble, Stay Hungry, Always Hustle, by Brad Lominick, he mentioned that many times we confuse our calling with our identity. We confuse who we are with what we are made to do, while the two are definitely connected they're really not the same because our identity is who i am it's who you are but my calling is how i express that and live that out it's something that god has provided to me the gifts and the callings of god are without repentance they stay with us throughout our lifetime as we commit ourselves and surrender ourselves to serve the lord because our calling is our purpose. It's our guiding light in life. It's the string that connects all of the dots and allows us to know and to feel like we are fulfilled. Our calling is where our deepest passions and our greatest strength will intersect according to this particular author. There are many that think that their jobs, their positions in life, that that's the same thing as a calling, but my job is simply an assignment. It's a seasoned given assignment, a particular stage in the life that I'm in. That's my assignment, and my calling is made up of seasonal purpose assignments and the sum of our Seasonal Purpose Assignments should add up to our greater calling. It's the assignments that give evidence of the calling and purpose and the passion of God that is evident in my life, in our lives, throughout our ministries uh, in this lifetime that we have been provided. So a calling is made up of those Seasonal Purpose Assignments So you are in an assignment, in a position even now. And it's part of a much larger picture that makes up the calling of God. Each one of those jobs that we have, uh, it will mark the assignment that we're living out, that calling that the Lord has given to us. So let me backtrack a little bit. Identity is who you are. And your calling is what you are designed to do best. When we confuse our position with our calling, there are a number of things that could happen. When the position is taken away, even in retirement, or the project is finished, or the position is over for us, then we assume that we have lost our identity. Sometimes assume that we have lost our identity but our identity is who I am and who I am in God who I am in Christ and uh, the positions that I have the calling that I have it is directly expressing that or it begins to express that so my identity is who I am And my calling is what I am designed to do best. Now, for me personally, friends, I have never attempted to politically pursue any position on the team, in the church, or in our organization. I always felt that God was big enough, knowledgeable enough, powerful enough to put me in the place or the places that I needed to be for his glory and for his honor and so that my calling in life would be fulfilled so I have never attempted to politically pursue a position in the organization and I don't feel like that I personally need a position in order to fulfill my calling or even fulfill my vision the positions that the Lord has given to me they allow me to, in that particular season of life, to derive and design the strategy that's needed to fulfill my calling. And I agree, it's all tapped together. It all comes together. But I don't personally think that I need a position to absolutely fulfill my calling or even my vision. However, sometimes the team or the organization may feel that they need my giftings and my talents to help fulfill their vision or their purpose. As you've traveled with me with the Poetress Ponderings podcast, you know that my life verse is 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 2. Uh, the great things that have been given to me, I want to go ahead and pass those on to the next generation and be an encourager and entrust those things to the next generation. That's my life purpose, that's my calling, that's my life verse, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 2. And therefore, I measure almost every opportunity through the lens of 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2 and through the vision that the Lord has given to me. Will the position, will the task, will the responsibility be in alignment with second timothy chapter 2 is it in alignment with my vision is it taking me closer to fulfilling my vision is it taking me away from fulfilling my vision i think that these are some of the questions that we have to ask ourselves when it comes to our calling our passion and the positions that we occupy in this life i want to be someone that has a great level of passion Uh, Brad Lominick in the book that I mentioned says that you may have to push, pull, kick, or gently nudge people. But part of your responsibility, my dear friend, as a leader is to show up every day with a level of energy, passions, and enthusiasm that elevates your attitude toward constant positivity. That's a mouthful, and that's very hard to accomplish. Your job is to pull people up to your level of passion, not to let others pull you down to their lack of passion most won't care as much about what you're working on as you do and don't expect your team to always match or exceed your passion you've got to go ahead and have that passion like one professor said your passion is what makes you cry or pound your fist on the table one or the other in other words uh, the professor was trying to explain that we need to identify what makes us sad, what makes us glad, what makes us mad. And he knew that would reveal what is probably a God-ordained passion that we need to tap into. Passion isn't something that comes from our brain, the cognitive domain, but it's something that emerges out of our spirit. And when God's spirit saturates your daily lives, my life, then passion is something that arises out of that. So, I want to make sure that as I pursue identity, the invisible identity, as I pursue being humble, staying hungry, always hustling, like Brad Lominick said in his book, that I also make sure that the habit of passion is part and parcel of who I am, recognizing that I do have a calling. The assignments that I'm given on this earth, the jobs that I've been given on this earth, Those things that I've been assigned with, that's not the end of the story. That's just part of the overall story of Jim Poitras and the Poitras Ponderings podcast. In the ministry of the invisible, make sure that you are identifying and living up to your calling and that the positions that you have, that they are not the things that provide the identity for you. But your identity in Christ is supreme, it's most important, and accomplishing the calling of God in your life, that's where you need to put your emphasis. God bless you. See you again next time. Let's make it a point to find out what our true calling is and then be true to it. Have a wonderful week. Thank you.